The Lowdown Chronicles. Meet your maker. Hello, welcome to the new episode of Lowdown Magazine's very own program, The Lowdown Chronicles, Meet Your Maker. My name is Marcus, I'm today's host, and with me is Kelly. Kelly Thornhill DeWitt from LA is an artist, photographer, director, designer, and he runs the record label Teenage Teardrops. His artwork is outstanding and speaks for itself. Actually, there is no reason to mention more than this. For those who know, know, they know everything about him. If not, find out in the World Wide Web or listen to my conversation a few hours before the Capitol in Washington got stopped. Have fun. What's up? What's up? Unbelievable. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, good. Not as good as you, sitting outside in the sun about, I don't know, 20 degrees or something, huh? Yeah, about 20. Uh, <laughs> been on the surf already or... No, maybe tonight, like maybe sundown. I did yesterday. Okay. Good How's Berlin? Uh, Berlin is uh, pretty cold, freezing. Started snowing a few days ago. It's, uh, we are on total lockdown. I think you heard about it. So, yeah, I'm sure. We have pretty, pretty strong lockdown in L.A. Yeah. So, uh, but we can go to the beach, but nobody goes because it's winter. So, like, I go and I'm the only one there. Yeah, I, I saw your pictures. You're wearing a long neo, right? So the water's yeah. pretty cold, huh? Pretty cold, like 53. So, mm. like, like maybe 10 degrees Celsius. Okay. Well, that's cold. That's cold. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe it. I'm speaking to you. That's awesome. Pretty awesome. How's life? How's life? life? Yeah. Everything is cool. Uh, it's kind of a lot of people have Corona in LA. Okay. So it's like a quiet time kind of. And um, how was 2020 so far? For me, it's the same. I mean, the lockdown is kind of the same for me, too, because I either stay home or go to the studio or go to the beach. So the studio's around the house or? No, it's downtown, but it's close, two, two miles, okay. like three kilometers. Do you miss traveling? Yeah. I mean, you should miss traveling. You travel a lot, huh? I do miss traveling. I went to New York for Christmas. Okay. Um, first, first trip in seven or eight months um that was nice and how does new york feel compared to la is it a different kind of vibe there yeah i mean new york is and la are like opposites but uh it's cold there's not a lot of people in new york right now but you can still walk all day and go see good artwork and so pretty fun 
Cool. How close are you to your store? Um, about five minutes with the bike. Is it the same location that I visited? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But O32C isn't there anymore. No, they moved uh, to Kreuzberg, to the yeah. to the AP center of uh, hipster town. Yeah, but Jörg is, I think, I don't know if you're speaking to Jörg a lot, but he's doing great. He's doing great. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, um, you gave me, when I went, you gave me a civilist t-shirt. Yeah. And I wore that shirt so much for like three years. It was like one of my favorites. So thank you. Ah, that's good to hear. I'm really, that, that's nice. How is St. Michael doing? Oh, you know, I think it's doing really good. Yeah. Um, but it's also, uh, it has the, um, I'm not good at business. <laughs> um, but there, it's like the ready-made company business people are like you doing it. So I think it's in good hands. It's fun okay. to do. It's fun to make stuff with that guy, Utah. Yeah. Because the yeah, quality yeah. is really high. Yeah, Utah Sun seems like a very, very good person. And um, so what, what do you take care of then there? Is it like graphics? This is what we're making. This is the graphics. Utah and I do it together. But we do it at night when he wakes up and I'm going to bed. Oh, okay. time difference. Or we'll do it if I wake up early in the morning. Yeah. So the hours on it are funny. Like he'll wake up and I'll send him stuff I did today. Um, are we started already, do you think? Yeah, we started already. Start? Yeah. Okay, so I'll record. Let me figure out how to record. Continue. Okay, we're recording. Can okay. you hear me okay? Yeah, great. Okay, good. Connection's great. So Saint Michel again. It's uh, it's the newest baby, isn't it? It's the, it's the newest baby. Maybe it's one year old. It was actually Kubo's idea. Okay. Kubo, who does great in Tokyo, mm -hmm. who's one of my favorite favorite people. Uh, and so Yuta and I had done a couple things together on ReadyMade, and then Kubo suggested we start a new thing together like an official thing um and it's been really fun we actually uh the timing of all this kind of stuff is still something that it doesn't confuse me but it's strange like we finished season two like three months ago but season two doesn't come out until may or whatever yeah and now we're finishing season three that won't come out until november And you already start thinking about season four and have season five in yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah, all that. So that's an interesting challenge, but uh, uh, a lucky a lucky thing to kind of um, figure out how to navigate. And it's all done in Japan. Which is Sad for me because I could be going to Japan every six weeks. Yeah, that's sad. But, but, but it's okay. 
how do you how do you see your involvement in like the production side in choosing materials and stuff i mean the hoodies are it's insane they are so great i love this diy second hand kind of look they have yeah i mean that's really it's like an idea we talk about but the actual execution of the materials is all utah because yeah. he has the he has the ability um, to do that there, you know, um, cause like the quality of ready-made is insane. You yeah. Know? So his, the, the materials and the manufacturing he works with is out of control. Yeah. They're doing great stuff. Like all the Japanese people, they do insane productions. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So I feel, uh, for me, I just feel grateful and lucky to work with Utah on this. I think it's, it's a good thing. What's more fun, working on your own pieces of art or being involved in some fashion projects? Ask me that again. You like clicked out what, a little. What's, what's more fun, being involved in some fashion projects or doing yeah. your own art? Ideally... Ideally, whatever the project is, it kind of hits the same note for me. So I've done like fashion collabs that I didn't know what I was doing and they didn't turn out the way I wanted and it wasn't a good experience. But uh, I've had enough of those to recognize that um, this is a good experience with him. I mean, of course, I uh, sitting just going to the studio every day and making artwork uh, has its own um, special place that I can't really um, that's its own thing. Um, I have a show coming up in Turin in Italy. Okay. A gallery called Noir. Mm -hmm. Maybe not for four or five months, but like it's a whole different process and it's a whole different kind of um approach and it probably satisfies me in a way that's very specific to that um you're a little more free yeah hopefully a lot more free you know that's where you yeah. get to do whatever you want all the time yeah and you're um, alone so when you're creating it right uh actually i like to have friends there So yeah, I'm alone a lot, but I also have like people who work with me at the studio that I, I want them there because it's fun when we're all fucking around and listening to music and trying to figure out something. Um, the energy of people who you like there. I cool. like. So um, talking about experience or inspiration, I mean... You, you have experienced so many things in your life, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, for example, the, the whole Nirvana thing, being on tour with Howell, the right. thing, the, 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 the daughter, nanny experience, yeah. and all yeah. like your construction worker, bartender stuff is, is I mean... This is very, very um, good. And it, it's kind of mentoring me and uh, looking up to you because it's, it seems like, uh, I think, John Lennon, working class hero, 
to an international known artist. Isn't it like that? I mean, a little bit. I mean, I think about this thing a lot. So I'm 47 years old and I'm grateful that I still am interested. So like I'm interested in everything that, that is happening in the world. Um, I've had enough like generational experiences with different people that I see that most people who they get interested in culture and they want to take part in it. They really only do it for two or three years. Yeah. Uh, and then they become disillusioned or they decide they have to have a real job or whatever. And then they disappear and then you'll see them in 10 years and they'll talk to you about something that happened 10 years ago and how it's not as good now. Um, so because of my age and experience, I think about that and I think it, it has a lot more to do with, um, you know, a lot of people don't stay interested. And then when they like kind of leave, they stop learning the language of the world as it evolves. And so they don't like what's happening now because they don't speak the language. Yeah. Whatever that is. So for me, like a lot of that stuff is like punk people in the eighties. Okay. They're cool. like, Oh, remember the fucking, you know, that Ramon show we saw? And I'm like, well, yeah, I remember that Ramon show we saw, but it was 35 years ago and we were like 13 years old. Like, is that, and I always feel like that's, that's where it stopped for them. And that you can apply that to anyone, any, you know, uh, hip hop is better in 94 or, or whatever. I don't think hip hop was better at 94. <laughs> Huh? Hip hop was better at '94, but but like insist, you know, like not being open to the new whatever it is. Yeah, whatever whatever it is, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, not not kind of evolving and learning what's going on. You don't have to like it, but it's still there's still young people who have the same fire that and are using that fire to create that. Um, brought us things that we've loved our whole lives. So it's like, I think it's a mistake not to pay attention. Um, and for the wide variety of experiences, I don't know why I'm so lucky that I get to stay interested, but I'm interested and I'm hungry for new experiences. Yeah. Do you I don't really like, um, you know, uh, walk, like living in the past, nostalgia. It's like lazy. To me, it feels lazy. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, do you think music got you into into this whole thing? Is it? Like, yeah. yeah. I think like a young, you know, my my dad um, loved jazz. Um. And so when I was a little kid, I didn't like jazz. Um, and my mom and dad both read a lot, especially my dad. So we were surrounded by like Ornette Coleman records and like interesting books. Um, later on, I realized that that had a great effect on me. Um, uh, and off of that was built like a love of music at a young age and I never played music. I just was a fan. So like, 
my dad took me to the movie theater to see the Ramones movie, Rock and Roll High School. Yeah. When I was like, whatever, like seven. <laughs> How do you like, process that whole thing with seven? I, just, I thought it was so, so cool, you know, that I then at Christmas, I got the second and third Ramones record. And like, I brought them to school for show and tell and like second grade. Um, he also took me to see this movie about L.A. punk in 1980. Again, like seven or eight years old, called The Decline of Western Civilization. Um, and then I was introduced then through that movie to like the germs and the circle jerks. And so I really liked that stuff when I was a little kid. And I, I mean, I still really do. But I think my dad thought it was kind of funny, but it, it had a different effect on me. Um, yeah. I felt eager to, you know, and you're just a little kid. So you think that uh, if you're in a band and you have a record out, you're a rock star or whatever. Um, and then, you know, as I got involved, I learned that they weren't, which was even cooler to kind of figure out, um, you know, that you could like meet these people and kind of be a part of what they were doing. And I used to feel like I was too young. And I wished I was older then because I felt like I was missing that stuff. Now I wish I was a little younger <laughs> as I, as my age seems to like approach rapidly getting older and time's going by so fast. Um, but yeah, like I feel like that music gave me a foundation of what I like visually and Uh, politics that appealed to me and and how I saw myself going through the world. Yeah. And, Important. Um, Foundation. Yeah. And now jazz is, is the, one of the biggest new things also here in Germany, in Berlin, like everybody's talking about jazz. I mean, I saw you on, 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 on the media platform. I don't name it now, but um playing your records. This was really fun to look at. Smoking. Hey man, I love jazz. And you know what? And now I'm grateful to my father for giving me the education that I didn't want at the time. Yeah. Um, but uh, I can come to Berlin and DJ jazz records now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fun because if, if like, um, This question, what well, if music got you into the whole thing? For me, it was skateboarding, and yeah, like I'm I'm 41 now, or yeah. turning 41 in two weeks, and I'm still interested in it. So yeah, still like, let's do something. Let's start a, a, a skateboard brand or something else. Like, but it's ne it's not it's will never been away. So it's never been yeah. done. Like. And in America and probably there, like music and skateboarding went hand in hand. So at a young age in California, of course, skateboarding was huge for me. And I, I still love skateboarding. Um, I haven't stood on a skateboard in a while, but I would if one was in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I, have like, I have like a really good skateboarding style for about 1981. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... All that music experience, does this reflect in your art as well? 
I mean, it seems like it's more like a person. It's lot of, like a lot of. Um, I mean, I see some like newspaper headlines, politics yeah. a lot. Yeah, and But that's like to me that's um, the influence of Crass. Yeah, you know, or, or the Dead Kennedys or something. Uh, I mean, I do think you can trace it all back to that, or what I'm interested in to that. So, I'm not very likely to put on a Chromax record now. Yeah. You know, but I still like it, you know, um, and the uh, the feeling behind it, I still uh, relate to. And I think I think is a part of everything I do. Yeah. I mean, your art is pretty unique and yeah, it seems like also personal as well. So it's it's nothing like have seen before i would say how do you think about like all the new and younger generation artists like they have sometimes this copy and paste mentality what do you think about it i maybe don't think about it too much i just think about i like this i don't like that and if i don't like something i don't feel like i need to to bash anybody Yeah. Because at least they're trying to do something. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Most people don't try to do anything. Yeah. Just, you know, they just try to, most Western people just, they don't have the, they don't see the opportunity they have, um, or they don't have the imagination to try something different. Um, like, let's say you only go once in life. I mean, it makes me want to do everything. Like I get nervous that I can't hear enough records or read enough books. Ah, that's, 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 that's a pretty one because, um, do you immediately jump on the next project? like hop from one to the other, or do you take your time and think about it? I mean, both, like I'll think about what I'm doing, but I ha I know people who like, they make a mis I think it's a mistake. They worry too much about, They spend three years working on one zine, um, which is cool. But like, especially now, like the news cycle or whatever is like 24 hours long. Like, I just want to keep going. Yeah. So, so, um, I think it's possible to like, okay, today I'm going to work on St. Michael for a couple hours I'm going to go in the ocean and then I'm going to come home and then I'm going to work on the art show. And then I'm going to read that book I'm reading. Like just try to like pack, 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 you know, because I get, I feel like there's not enough time. Um, just generally, I want more time okay. so I can do more, um, you know, and also like interact with everybody and see what, what you're pumped on and what excites you. Like, did you see that glue skateboards video? Yeah, of course. I fucking love that video. It's amazing. You know, um, but that's an example of something new that like, that gives me juice. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want more of that energy. Yeah. And so that can extend to something brand new like glue 
or it can extend to like, um, I'm going to say his name wrong, but the artist David Veronowicz, mm-hmm. uh, like right now I'm reading his tape journals and you know, that's from the eighties, but it's just as relevant today and it's just as good and it's just as strong. So, um, I want it. I just realized I'm drinking out of my Germany mug. Oba Amagal, that's a nice one. Who gave you that? Someone bought me this like seven years ago. It's my favorite mug. <laughs> Any special story behind this mug? No, uh, my friend Luke Fischbeck, who's in the band Lucky Dragons. Oh, yeah. To like say, I'm at this airport in Germany. Do you want anything? And I said, bring me a mug. <laughs> yeah. Talking about him and your label, Teenage yeah. Teardrops. Yeah. This is kind of a hobby or is it serious okay. business? It was never serious business. I mean, Tear- Teardrops hasn't released anything in years. Yeah. I felt like, um, you know, to, for the love of music and for the love of independent music, I always wanted to release records and kind of understand the mystery of making records. Um, and so um, I did that in L.A. Um, somehow we did almost 50 releases. Um, remember I said I'm a horrible businessman? <laughs> yeah. I am. Like I would, because it's not that cheap making records either, but I'd get them, I'd give them to the band, and then that would kind of be it. <laughs> like <clears throat> sell one at a time on the internet like it was a great exercise and I'm really happy with that part of the body of work <clears throat> but I'm not really eager to put out more records I like working with uh, you know uh, there's a guy uh, Jonas who performs under Varg mm. in um Sweden. He has a record label called Northern Electronics. They're like close with posh, posh isolation and Copenhagen. Like ideally, like, like I just did a new record cover for Bard. Like okay. that's, kind of, that's how I'd rather do. Records. How would you describe his music? I, I mean, I have something Northern, Vark. I yeah, it's like Viking techno. Viking you know, it's techno. like modern Viking techno. I really like it. Um, I can listen to that all day. Yeah. You know, it has like the spirit that I like. Um, it doesn't sound like something that's trying to be something from the past, you know? So there's, there's adventure there. Um, and, and it's difficult. So I like things that are difficult that I'm like, I like this, but I don't really know how to deal with it. Um, so it forces you to kind of be, um, an active listener, you know, so that you understand it better over time. Yeah. You, you seem to be a very active listener because your mood board of musical choices are yeah. very, very wide. I would say, I mean, I heard about like some deep black metal shit coming out of your radio show and then something from Marlene Dietrich and then yeah. making the famous shirt with Romy Schneider with yeah. Jörg, I think it was the Jörg shirt, right? Yeah. So this is a lot of history. 
That's what I mean. There's not enough time. I want all of it. I want all the good stuff. So, so with that, you know, so like it goes back to interaction. If you love music, say you love music, right? It would make sense that there's like really good music of all kinds everywhere. So I just want to find it all. Um, yeah. There's a record label in Portland called Mississippi Records. That's um, a wonderful label and, and very kind of wide variety of stuff. But that's a good example of a label that that guy just loves music. And he's through his label has turned me on to so many kind of lost soul songs, but also like African records and Thai records and all this stuff that I don't know what, um, you know, the lyrics are to most of it because it's from other countries, but the emotion is there. Um, so yeah, looking for emotion. Trilogy tapes in London are great. Aren't they? example of like, Aesthetically, I saw one of their first releases. I checked it out. It was as good as I thought it might be. Um, now I'll just buy anything they put out. Um, and, and then if there's someone like that that I'm a fan of, I'll follow their social media or their blog. And if, you know, there's sort of a great tradition of great labels or creative people kind of shouting out other people that they like. So, you know, the rabbit holes are all there for you to go down if you want to. I think it's it's pretty awesome if you see something and talking about trilogy tapes, I mean, these guys will, um, they are so nice. And if I see something like that, it's always like reminds me on the DIY culture. It's like, this is the greatest thing yeah. you can do. And this is something you do as well with your photo blog, and all that stuff, it's all created by yourself, like with a little amount of money, but it comes from heart, yeah. it's your, and you see like doing, I mean, you're doing, creating scenes still, like selling them at somewhere in New York and at P1 Gallery or something, but at all these uh, fair trade shows and stuff like that. I mean, this is amazing. I mean, DIY is, is the best. Yeah. Yeah, and for DIY, what's the one of the greatest rewards is the relationships and the friendships you make. Yeah. Um, you know, so when I'm like 95 and in the hospital dying, I'm going to be happy that I have all these relationships in the world. Um, and I got them by like just sharing my own ideas and then people who kind of vibe with them share theirs back. And it's a really nice... Um, way to live you know uh as opposed to doing something like you know really mainstream and getting a bunch of strangers into what's going on and i don't know it doesn't it feels a little more hollow that way yeah or a lot more hollow how are you um thinking of the mainstream at all i mean you've done some Some pretty commercial things, I would say, and yeah. they are pretty rad. I mean, I have to admit they are pretty rad. This, I mean, maybe that's something you you mentioned at the beginning that you 
did something and it turned out great and you haven't expected this? Is this something I could say that way? Yeah. Uh, if you get the chance to do something really mainstream and it doesn't feel like you're... Um, if it doesn't feel like it's something that goes against whatever you're doing, like I think that you owe it to yourself to kind of have the experience. Yeah. It's it's like, it's like kind of like some cool, like sort of punk people I know have become or have become in different times, kind of like big models. Yeah. And they felt like, they felt like this is lame. And I'm like, maybe it's lame, maybe it isn't. Nobody gets to do this. Like, have the experience. Um, and, and, and use that in your work later or whatever. I mean, I'm into having the experience, whatever it is. Um, and if I'm lucky enough to have some kind of weird experience with, like, Kanye or someone, then I might as well do it just to see what it's like and, and kind of see how I feel from it. Yeah. And, and instead of like being like knee jerk reactionary to everything, like fuck that. I don't do that. And fuck that. I don't do that. I think that like, I think in a lot of ways that attitude kind of shrinks you. Yeah. It, it doesn't give you like the wider view on things. It doesn't yeah. you on like this professional experience you can have you are allowed to have i would say it's yeah. not normal that everybody can become a model or being an artist or, like you are or, or, or an artist or a pro skater or whatever you know i think you probably know a lot of people who like reject things kind of like without thinking about them um i'd rather not always but much of the time i'd rather see what the experience is like you know, and put it into my, just my life. Yeah. Um, you still get to be you and wake up in your house, um, surrounded by your shit, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think and a lot of people are rejecting stuff. Um, I know. I think they are very blessed and thankful what, what they can do and like giving something to the people. I think this is the most yeah. important thing, giving something to the people. And this is like a, a big chance or the idea behind like sharing your personal work with millions of others on this planet is yeah. incredible. Yeah. I think that anything that can bring you closer to people is good and anything that gives you the opportunity to get um just to grow your friendships and your relationships is 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 really good keeps your keeps your life big and your experience wide um so that's usually kind of my underlying goal um like if i hadn't done any of the clothes things um For instance, I wouldn't have met Kubo from Great. Yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't have met you. Yeah, exactly. 
you know, I wouldn't have met Jorg. I wouldn't have met Maria. I wouldn't, you know, the, the list goes on and, and it's all people who I'm, I feel lucky to know. So I don't want to keep it small. I want to keep my experience wide. Yeah. You know? How would you rate yourself? Are you famous? I don't feel famous. I read you know? a nice quote of yours, like you're, that you're more, what have you said? Like that you're more like it being famous in the neighborhood and yeah like go to the store like there's a store two blocks away from here there's a an older um arabic gentleman who owns the store he sees me coming from a block away he pulls out my cigarettes before i walk in the door like that's cool he knows your name yeah like and then the taco guy two blocks that way knows what i want And we, you know, those, those relationships are just as important as any relationship. because um, they're just real people. Yeah. Um, they're not trying to do anything but share what they do with me. And we hang out on the corner and I have a neighbor named Hector who like I fucking love. Um, and, uh, He's like 45 years old. He's hardly even been to the beach. He's a neighborhood guy. Huh. He's been in this square mile for 45 years. Um, and he's so funny. And he has a really specific, interesting experience and an interesting way of looking at things. And so I'd rather sit and laugh with him on a Friday night. Um, and like the neighborhood guys, then maybe be at a fashion show <laughs> where everything's like, whatever, just like whoop, whoop, whoop and lights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm the same. I love it. Like when I'm going yeah. to the Speti here and, yeah. and like forgot my wallet and then it's like, oh, fuck, forgot the wallet. And it's like, no, no, Marcus, tomorrow. Okay. Come back tomorrow. Yeah, that's the, that's the vibe, yeah. That's the best. What's next on your list? Well, try get through pandemic in L.A. It's actually kind of a, a wild moment. I feel like a lot of people I are, who are in my vicinity are starting to test positive more than before. Um, so be careful, finish season three of St. Michael in the next week and a half, um, shoot some photos in the next couple weeks and then really go to work on this show for Turin. Um, and then that'll like take me into spring and then hopefully by summer I can come to Berlin and go to Japan and see the people playing some jazz tunes in Berlin. Yeah. 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 Jazz jazz night at Berghain. Oh, that would be amazing. This is <laughs> like just the first ever insane jazz night at that place. Yeah. I wish that's I actually a really good idea. Yeah. This is great. This is, uh, this is a very great idea. And I, I wish I could say I know someone at Berghain who's <laughs> able to put you in this position, but 
the Burkheim crew is very hard to connect with if you're not Look, deeply into it. We've said it out loud. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Have you been to Burkheim when you visited Berlin? Maybe someone will write us. Yeah. Like what's their, whatever flow of Lost you. Say again? Uh, have you ever been to Burkheim? Maybe they'll give us their slogan. Oh. I've never been. I've only been to Berlin one time. Yeah, this is where we met. Uh, yeah, I've only been that one time. I'm dying to go back. I want to go when it's like uh, summertime. Yeah. Or spring. Um, but I really, really liked Berlin. I want to return. Yeah. Yeah, let's hope this whole pandemic thing is um, pretty soon. I, I mean, you couldn't say that. It's pretty soon. Um, but yeah, let's hope the best that it's it's going away. I mean, this yeah. is, I like to travel and I swear coming to the next thing, I swear I'm not traveling the U.S., Till you have a new president and yeah. I, I, I like I'm still with that and I mean it's pretty it's a few days when it's 20th around the 20th then the 20th so let's hope that the transition happens without any major bloodshed in the streets yeah how intense was the last four years for you I mean is this something that it always like goes with you in your mind this fucking president or is it something this is just like I mean, you know what? I think one of the biggest feelings for me was I was, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. You know, um, but also I'm not, I'm not surprised because everyone here lives in LA and New York and they can't believe it. Yeah. Exactly. Like the rest of the country is a fucking shit show of like a lot of people who are racists and stupid. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad combo. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's like, I actually was never that surprised. Um, I didn't like it. It's like, it's still embarrassing. I mean, that guy is embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, I was just watching him on the news before you called and it's like insane. He's just lying. Yeah, that's, that's, That's very shameful. I think, I think that his talent for lying is incredible. Like the way you'll show him something that's blue and he'll be like, that's red. Like, it's just like, it's amazing. Yeah, um, he, he brought lying to another level. This is true. Yeah, it's, it's like unbelievable. I can't wait for like the movie in 20 years about this time. You know, or the article that properly sums it all up because it's such a i don't even know what to make of it half the time you know um and i think like a lot of people and because of our phones it's like i was reading the news too much you know it fucks with you yeah um it's like just this rapid fire four years of negativity yeah You know, and I don't like love Democrats either. I mean, I think both parties in America are, sh are, are you know, self-serving, bottom line money, 
Um, but Trump was particularly bad, as everyone knows, uh, particularly embarrassing. Um, you know. Will we see something in Italy on your artworks? Does it make you angry? Uh, there's usually something. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't leave, uh, I can't resist making um, things that might make some people unhappy. Man, well, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for your time. Yeah.